Welcome to Charlie Jane Speakers Radio. This is the show where we share speaking tips, tools, and resources to help you grow your public speaking business. Our goal at Charlie Jane is to get you, the speaker, on the platform in front of thousands of people so that you can teach and motivate your audience, enriching and empowering them to lead fulfilling lives. And now, here's your host, Wendy McNeil. Hi there, it's Wendy McNeil here coming to you today with another podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Today is, guess what? It is the 100th podcast episode of Grow Your Speaking Business. I'm so excited because we did kind of a fun podcast um, for this 100th episode. And actually, it was... My member manager, Jana, it was her idea, was brilliant. I am going to do the introduction here, and then I'm going to switch gears, and we are going to go to an interview that my youngest daughter, Charlie, actually did with me, um, just asking me some questions, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And so, in saying that, I am going to hop over and do that now. Oh, wait, 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 wait. First, I always... I always want to invite you over to our free Facebook group. It is called Grow Your Speaking Biz. Grow Your Speaking Biz. It it is a phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal, amazing group of speakers all willing to help each other out. Uh, You will not be disappointed. So hop over there and join us. You can find us at speakingbizcommunity.com. Speakingbizcommunity.com will get you over to our Facebook group as well. So I hope to see you over there. I will not uh, waste any more time. Let's hop over to the interview that uh, me and Charlie did. Okay, so we're going to get started. Um, There's not a lot of questions, I promise. So to kind of get started, um, what was the inspiration to start Charlie Jane Speaker Services? Ah, my inspiration. (laughs) Uh, you know, I started Charlie Jane Speakers in 2002 and the Charlie Jane Speakers Club in 2005. And my inspiration at that time was my husband and my family. Um, they really inspired me to start Charlie Jane Speakers. And I started it because I wanted to help bring my husband home off the road uh, from having to climb cellular towers, which he'd been doing since he was 17 years old. And uh, I missed him. The girls missed him. You know, bless his heart. He's an amazing man, loving dad. And it wasn't easy for him to leave his family knowing that he was missing some of the most important things in his little girl's lives. But it's all he knew. And what else is one to do, right? You have four girls to raise, take care, put food on the table and give them what they needed. So honestly, it, it was horrible, really. Every time we had to say goodbye, you know, my heart just ached. And uh, so I'm that is kind of what inspired me and him just being out on the road for four to six weeks. It was, it was not good. And then he was home for a couple back out again, but again, it was all we knew. So we had to just keep going, but enter Charlie Jane speakers. You know, I was determined, very determined. And I thought, I just thought if I could just start a business and bring him home, you know, we could all be a family, you know, he wouldn't miss the birthdays and sports dances, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. But I figured kind of if we could find work at home, that would supplement the loss in our finances. And uh, so, yeah, it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. The business didn't take off as fast <laughs> as I would have liked. 
um, raising four girls is, you know, kind of time consuming. Yeah. Our little ones running around. <laughs> Fast forward 20 years, kids are all grown up, have their own families. And uh, now we're blessed to have him working from home. And uh, you don't have to, I don't have to worry about him climbing 350 feet anymore. And, and we get to enjoy and spoil the heck out of our grandbabes <laughs> that we love dearly. Um, we have six, a new one on the way in May. So we'll have seven little loves that uh, have, have Nana's heart. So yeah, that is really the inspiration what, what got me to start Charlie Jane Speakers. My family, my husband. Okay, love that. Um, so how did you come up with a name for your business? Was it because I was your favorite daughter? <laughs> yeah, it was. No, shh, you know, I, I love y'all dearly. <laughs> uh, well, Charlie, um, Charlie Jane's my youngest daughter. She's actually interviewing me. And I'm trying to think back that far. I, I think I had told you this before. I had seen um, somebody had called their, their business after their daughter. It was really cute. And I can't think of the name. It was like Allie Mae or something just really cute like that. So I started throwing around um, all my daughter's names, first name, middle name. I just kind of toss them out there. I'm like, well, you know, Charlie Jane just sounded the best for, for my business. So um, that's what I went with. I might've made the other three a little upset, but like I said, they all know I love them dearly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what would you say were your five uh, or top five challenges in getting your business off the ground? Um, I'm going to say time. Again, raising four daughters, you know, took a lot of time and, and they were my, my priority. Building authority, uh, that takes time. You know, quite frankly, I was in a hurry <laughs> to get the business off the ground and running. I was very ambitious. So it was frustrating, you know, but now 20 years later, I understand the importance of building authority, you know, and positioning yourself within, within your market. Another one probably was learning to listen um, which is funny because as a mom of four daughters, I became a very good listener, very good listener, but I don't really think it, it, it did very well <laughs> when it came to my, my speakers, um, my members, my clients at first. Uh, let's see. Another one would be learning because, you know, technology and things move so fast. I mean, so fast. And it was really important to keep up with what was going on again, time, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't believe I almost forgot this one um, because I teach it all the time to my speakers, you know, the ladies in my Live Bold and Bloom group, women's group, and that is having clarity and niching yourself very, very tight because this makes them a specialized expert, you know, and they're going to start achieving a book speaking schedule year after year. So um, that was a challenge of mine really in the beginning. It was really trying to iron out my message. What would your 2021 self tell your 2002 self about following your dreams? Hmm. I would say that someday it's going to be all worth it, you know, in more ways than you can imagine. Um, the impact you're going to have on your speakers and the people that they serve is going to be priceless and worth every single teardrop, every little piece of hair I, you pull out. Um, you know, and after 20 years in creating Charlie Jane Speakers, that's, I would say, Wendy, just hang in there because you're going to have more of an impact than what you realize right now. And uh, those you serve are going to go on to connect with the ones that they're meant to serve and who need to hear their message and they will be impacting lives. That's, I, I probably tell myself a few things, but that's one of them. 
So knowing what you know about what works and what doesn't, what do you think was not necessary when you started? Uh, let's see. What doesn't work? What, does, what doesn't work is being a generalist, you know, and you're trying to serve everyone because then you end up serving no one. And what works is being a specialist, right? In this, you're going to impact many lives. Uh, being a generalist, you just kind of get lost in a pool of speakers. And let's see what doesn't work. You know, what doesn't work is trying to be somebody you're not. Uh, true authenticity is going to win over and over again in, in many ways than you can even imagine. What isn't necessary? What isn't, you know, following all those shiny objects. Um, it's kind of one of my pain points sometimes. I can just be all blah, all over the place, right? <laughs> um, and what does work is having a plan. You know, you have a plan, uh, a dream, and that you take action on that dream, right? Because if you don't take action, well, it's just going to be a dream, right? So, yeah, that's a few things that I um, feel work or, do, or doesn't work, I should say. Okay, yeah. So... Can you think of a time when you had that big win that when you think about it, it still keeps you inspired and going today? Hmm. I can't really say it was one. I don't think it was more like a, a trickle of them. You know, if that makes sense, you know, and realizing that, Hey, you know, this is working. I'm helping my speakers. You know, those I'm meant to serve, get results, grow their speaking business and get booked. And things started to come, uh, become very clear at that point. You know, I became more focused and even more driven than I already was. And I know that when I got that first testimonial, it was huge. <laughs> it was huge. It was like gold, you know, saying that they just got booked um, at an event. And, you know, it really helped me push through and encouraged me to keep going strong, really, and knowing what I was doing was indeed making an impact in, in their lives. And then what they were going to do was move on to start making more impacts in other people's lives. So, yes, that is. Um, so, yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, so what would you say your favorite? What is your favorite part of what you do? Uh, hands down, I'm going to say working day in and day out with my speakers. You know, they're amazing, compassionate. Like I said, they're making great impacts in the world. And uh, after all, you know, that's what it's all about, right? You know, making impacts in the world, changing lives. So yeah, that's the favorite part is just getting to to work with them every day. So you're going to have to stretch a bit here, but how do you think you are using your gifts to serve others? Yeah, um, <laughs> that is a stretch. Um, I think, you know, I'm still working on that every day, you know, knowing what my true gifts are. I feel compassion is, is one of my greatest gifts. Um, my heart to care and love, you know, and help others really with no strings attached. I just love to help others, you know, and I like to seem happy. I like to succeed and succeed in life and business. Um, my creativity. I think I have a gift of creativity perseverance for sure. Definitely, you know, patience, patience, patience is a huge gift. Really. God blessed me with, and <laughs> he must've thought I needed it when I was raising you. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. All of you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Charlie was a stinker. <laughs> um, you know, I feel the gift of encouragement. 
I feel I have a gift of encouragement. I do because, and, and, and again, that might stem from raising four girls, um, but I can see how it's kind of trickled down now in my work uh, and with my members and my clients. I love to encourage or, you know, gently push <laughs> and just say, hey, you got this. You know, you got this. Just keep moving forward. So, right. well, we all definitely need a little bit of encouragement. So, would you rather have an unlimited amount of time or an unlimited amount of money and why? Um, time, hands down time, you know, although I would love a lot of money, right? Everybody would, because when you have more money, you can create bigger impacts and uh, that's going to help so many people. Right. But my family comes first and time is something you can't have back. You know, you can't, you can't replace it. And, and time is a gift from God. And, uh, so time with my family is priceless and, you know, time to love, time to cry, time to play. You know, time to listen, time to hug. <laughs> time is the greatest gift uh, anyone can have. So yeah, hands down time for sure. Right, and money can't buy time. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> so what is the biggest challenge you fa have faced and what did you learn about yourself going through it? The biggest challenge? Mm. There's a lot of challenges. Um <laughs> I'd say one of the biggest challenges I think I faced was overcoming the imposter syndrome. And I probably talked to you about this before, but always beating myself up, you know, on who did I think I was to teach anybody, you know, mm -hmm. even though I had the 30 years in owning and, and growing businesses and being an entrepreneur, I just, I always felt that because I didn't put myself out there as a speaker. And um, earlier I might've done a few workshops, but I'm not a full-time speaker. And I felt because I didn't put myself out there as a speaker, you know, who am I to teach speakers how to grow their business, right? I'm not a speaker, but the fact is I know how to grow business. So it's, it doesn't matter what, what business it is. It doesn't matter what industry it is, you know, and I know how to grow, grow strong platforms, you know, grow authority. Um, I know how to help people position themselves as an expert in their market. That's all it takes. You know, that's all it takes. And it's impossible to go from A to C and skip B and B building is, is building your authority. You can't possibly start at A and say, wake up one day and say, hey, I'm a speaker. And then you're getting booked the next day. Right. You know, there's a, there's a B and that's, that's the middle and that is building your authority. And it can take time. But I have speakers, you know, who work with healthcare professionals on how to lead, you know, or grow great teams or nurture relationships. And they're not a doctor, you know, they're not a nurse or radiologist, they're speakers teaching their area of expertise to healthcare professionals. So um, it really took me some years really to get past it. And I honestly, I would say probably a good 10 years, <laughs> not some years. I was like half the time I've been in business, uh, but it was a mindset change really. And it was building confidence in yourself and knowing what you're, you know, knowing that you're good enough, right? Knowing that you're good enough. So that, that's probably my biggest challenge. Um, and, and the other one is putting myself out there, you know, putting myself out there in front of the Charlie Jane speaker brand. I thought I could run a successful business behind my computer in the safety of my own home. And even some days in my pajamas, <laughs> uh, because I did not have the confidence to just get out there, you know, and make contact with people and, you know, to put my face out there, put it out in the world. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm an, I truly am an, I'm an introvert. 
Um, more so then than now, I feel like I'm kind of both right now, but back then, oh gosh, no, it was very difficult to me. Cause I did, I have a low self-esteem. I did, you know, I worried what others would think, you know, and all those negative thoughts one shouldn't have, but we do. Right. So, but once I did start putting myself out there, like I said, my face, sharing my story, my family, my life, not everything. I don't do that. Just a little bit, you know, ups and downs. I mean, my business grew in leaps when I did that. I really did. So today I continue to share my story. You know, I connect with people, put my face out there with no regrets. And it's really connected me with some amazing people and with those that I meant to serve. So yes, that was a long answer, right? That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who has been your greatest teacher? Oh, well, you know, we have many teachers, right? In our life. Uh, teachers, mentors, as we go through different stages in our life, you know, like our parents, um, our spouse, a friend, a colleague, but I would have to say the greatest teachers of all are my four daughters. Um, They've taught me so many things and you really don't realize it until they've all grown up and like patience. They taught me a lot of patience, endurance, you know, how to laugh when times were tough, right? Persistence. They've taught me to listen, commitment, and, you know, love unconditionally for sure. And, and so much more. So yes, my greatest, I feel that my greatest teachers in life have been and still are my four daughters and are also one of my greatest blessings as well. <laughs> um, what would you tell a woman who's thinking of starting her own business, but feels like she doesn't have what it takes? Um. I would say, you know what? I, w- I would just say, go for it, girl. You know, do it right now. Don't, don't, don't think about it. Don't hesitate. Don't procrastinate. Just do it. Just do it. Anyone can do anything. You know, anyone can do anything. As I've taught you, you know, growing up, that if you put your mind to something, you can do anything, right? And you can attest to that because you have. Um, you know, you just really need to leave behind the negative thoughts. Of, what if I fail? Mm-hmm. You know? What if I fail? What if I don't know how? For one, failure is a given, right? Mm-hmm. Failure is a given. And it's just a step. Failure is a step in that entrepreneurial path. And you need to welcome it because it is going to make you stronger. It's going to make you wiser. You know, and someday you're going to be thankful for those failures. Uh, you might not believe it right now, but you will, you know. And honestly, if you can breathe, you can start a business. It just takes one foot in front of the other. That's it. If you have an idea, move one foot in front of the other. Like I said, don't procrastinate. And you don't need all the things. You don't need all those things to start. It's like, start with what you have right here and now today. Um, And that's what I did. You know, I actually have a video um, on all the things. It's inside of our Facebook group. Grow Your Speaking Biz. You can find it by going to speakingbizcommunity.com. Um, it's in there, I think in the announcements section, but if you're thinking of starting a business and you're just really not sure you feel that you don't have all the things, I want you to go over there and watch that video because, uh, you don't need all the things you don't need all the things to, to start, just, just start. And I will also tell her, them to pick one thing and <laughs> just pick one thing, do it well and stay in your lane. Right. Um, I learned the hard way because again, I was all over the place. I was all over, right? I was going from here to there and I would go down a rabbit hole constantly. And that's not where you want to be. It's not where you want to be. So find your thing and do it well and do just that one thing. 
And one last thing I think I would say is just to reach out to people, right? And it's okay. I never asked for help. And I don't know if it's just because yeah, I'm kind of stubborn sometimes. <laughs> I'm very independent. Uh, and I think I just thought I could like figure everything out myself. Everything. Well, it took me a long time to figure everything out myself. I could have just asked for help. Right. Shorten that learning curve, right? On a lot of things. There's just a lot of people out there that are willing to help, believe it or not, and not want anything in, re in return. So just mm -hmm. ask. That's all. Right. So, yeah. That is what I would tell. I would tell somebody. Okay. Um, what is the most, <clears throat> excuse me, challenging part of running a self? Oh my gosh, I almost did it again. What is the most <laughs> challenging part of running a service-oriented business? <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's see. And, you know, for me, and this is really going to be any business, but it was trying to do all the things, right? And it's natural as business owners. We feel like we know everything. We know our business the best. No one else can do it. Um, first, that's really a big fat lie. We tell ourselves um, because we don't know everything. You can't possibly know everything, you know, and there's things that other people excel in that we don't, right? I mean, there's things that people love to do and we don't like doing it. So we really need to let go. And um, it took me quite a long time actually to, to do that. And when I did start building a team um, for Charlie Jane speakers, it honestly was one of the best things I've done. Um, I, I could talk, I could talk a lot on this in depth, but it would take some time. So maybe I'll do a blog post on it or something. I, I don't know, but uh, let's see. Another challenge is, you know, wondering if you're giving enough, um, Personally, I've gotten better over the years, but in the beginning, I really did. I felt like you need to give, 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 right? And there is some truth to that, honestly. There's some truth to that. Uh, and you may need to do that in the beginning if you're first starting, and it's okay, but there are limitations, right? And I do believe in going the extra mile for people, you know, your clients, your members, you know, not really expecting anything return. That just kind of comes natural to me. But um, I've learned that if you give too much, it overwhelms people. You know, it throw, you, you throw all this stuff at them, you know, they're going to quit. They're going to quit because it's too much. You know, they're not going to move forward. And ultimately, they're not going to get the results. We're not going to get the results that they wanted. Um, and I, I don't like to see that. So, yeah. Um, if you could start over today, what would you do differently? Um, hmm. I think I would have tried to nail my message sooner, you know, be, be a little bit more clear right off the bat. Um, I feel that would have helped me build my authority quicker. Um, I feel it would have placed me as an expert in my field, you know, much, much sooner. Let's see, I would have stepped out from behind the computer. I mentioned this much sooner, you know, much sooner started making connections, you know, share my face, my life, my story, because I truly believe that when you share your story, it opens a world of opportunities. Right. A world of opportunities for you to connect with those you're meant to serve and help. I really do believe that. Um, let's see. I think I wouldn't have cared so much what others thought about me. Um, I would have tried to have more confidence in myself and know that it's okay to be me because it's me, you know, in my true, my, in my true authentic self that attracts those to me again that I'm meant to serve. 
Um, definitely, I would have jumped in and, and not have been scared to start building a team, you know, a lot sooner, kind of letting things things go that I didn't know or I didn't like to do or I didn't have time to do. Uh, one last thing, I think I really would have embraced my failure, um, but it's hard in the beginning to embrace your failure, right? That's why when you asked me that question about what would my 2021 self go back and tell my 2002 self and say, hey, when do you need to embrace those failures? You know, welcome them. Um, so, you know, if you're listening to this and you're new in your business, um, just know that failure is going to happen. It is. Just learn from it. Get up, wipe yourself off and move on. Uh, it'll be a great tool for you as you grow. And you'll be, like I said, you'll become stronger and wiser. So, yeah, that's, I think that's about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if that's how you said that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you run a business that is obviously completely all online and you've been doing it for years. So what advice do you have now for those people who have, who have had to transition a hundred percent to remote work? Hmm. I would say, I think the number one thing is really just staying focused. Um, I think with everything going on in the world today and, you know, this and that and all the changes that we are trying to navigate and all the pivoting we're having to do is just to try to stay focused. Um, it's important not to go down that rabbit hole, you know, or find yourself tangling with that but <laughs> silver object. Um, you know, it's going to take you to destinations you never had any intention of visiting. So focus is huge. And, and, you know, before you know it, at the end of the day, you got nothing done, you know, and you're feeling really frustrated and, and depleted and, you know, all you know is that your your aunt's sister, you know, made a really yummy lemon pie, right? Because you're on Facebook all day. <laughs> We're not focused on getting your work done. Um, so yeah, it's really, really important to stay focused. Use your time well. Uh, everyone's going to have like different schedules. Um, some can work at their own pace, right? That's what their job. I mean, you know, that's, that's in their scope of work. I mean, some are going to have an open schedule and a time frame that they need to get work done in. And then some are going to have to work the nine to five at home. So whatever your day looks like, make sure you schedule other activities, your obligations or whatever it is around your work time, if you're able to do that. Um, if you're not used to working on the computer and you don't know something, just ask, just ask, you know, it's likely a friend, a colleague, a sibling, nephew, you know, they're going to know how to do, you know, that thing that you don't know how to do. And it's going to really cut your, your learning curve, you know, and keep you sane. So, and if right. you don't know anyone that can help you and you're stuck, there is a lot of free resources out there you know, and, and paid ones on the internet, but always do your due diligence, you know, before buying any course, but do use the free. There's a lot of free resources out there. So yeah, that's what I would tell somebody. Um, a few things anyways. Yeah. Cause uh, you, you, you work for, from, from home, don't you, Shelly? I do. Um, back in August, I started working remotely. The company that I work for is, um, based in Florida, Tampa, Florida. Um, and yeah, I would definitely say focus. I mean, I'm a mom, so I have to be focused during the time I'm working, but that, and, um, I would say balance. Um, sometimes it can be hard to balance work and home life together, um, and communication. 
Yeah, good one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I wanted to throw you in there because I know you work from home, so I knew you'd have some tips for our listeners. Thank you. how does your life experience as a mom and Nana inspired you and help you move your business moving forward? Um, I could talk a mile on this one, right? I could talk your ears off actually, but I won't, I will not do that. Let's see. Um, to keep it short, it's really to let our daughters, you know, and our grandbabes know that with determination, they can do anything. They just need to do it. Right. And our children, and our grandkids learn by example. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with some of my grandbabes, they watch Nana. And this is the cutest little thing. And you've probably seen it, Charlie. And they do what Nana does, right? And that's why I say they're learning what you do. And they see what you do day to day, how you treat people, what you do. And I can be walking with them down the sidewalk and I'll start skipping. And they'll start skipping, you know, or I can walk like a soldier, right? Lifting my legs, my arms. And they start walking like a soldier, I can do hopscotch and they copy Nana. They, this really makes me smile. You know, it warms my heart. It inspires me to keep going because everything we do, they watch, right? Mm-hmm. Our kids, our grandbabes. So yeah, I need to be an example um, so they can see if mom can do it, Nana can do it, stay strong, keep going, don't quit, get up, wipe yourself off and I can do it too. I want them to know by not giving up and dedicating themselves to whatever it may be in life, you know, that they're going to win. They're going to win in business relationships, just in life, whatever they put their minds to. So yeah, I'll stop there on that question. (laughs) So if someone had to choose one thing to do today to get started on their business, what would you tell them to focus on and finish by the end of the day? Uh, That's really easy. Know your message, know your message and be tight with it. That's it. You know, do that one thing. You know, do it in a day or a week, you know, but honestly, don't move forward and build anything until you have that spot on, you know, know specifically who you're going to serve, what you're going to help them achieve, you know, what the, what do you want the results to be and how you're going to do it. Once you've nailed that, really, the rest is going to be so much easier. It really will just, just don't move forward until you do this. Right. Don't move forward. I learned the hard way. And, you know, I chased my, my tail in circles for so many years and I ended up serving no one. So yeah, that is what I would say. You do that one thing. Okay. Um, do you have any regrets? Any regrets? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, I, I can honestly say I don't regret anything. Um, I feel everything happens for a reason, you know, in, in its own time. I feel like God has us right where he wants us at any given time at any given time for our life. So every failure, every win, it was meant to happen. It was, you know, all the almost 20 years in growing Charlie Jane Speakers has been an adventure, uh, a roller coaster ride, you know, and an, and an absolute true pr- uh, pleasure because, because of the people I've met, you know, the, the relationships, the friendships I've built, it just really warms my heart because we're all like family, you know, Charlie Jane Speaker family and, and family is priceless. So yeah, no, I, I have no regrets at all. Nope. So what's in store for the next decade of Charlie Jane speakers? Whew, next decade. That's a question. Hmm. <laughs> it's just to keep moving forward, you know, serving those I'm meant to serve, uh, helping them reach their audience so they can make bigger impacts. Um, you know, I've really opened up my heart and my mind and I just, I'm really working on my zone of genius. So we'll see. We'll see. You have to stay tuned. 
<laughs> um, is there anything you'd like to share before we sign off? Um, I, um, yeah, maybe a couple things, you know, just be you. Always just be you. Be your true, you know, your true authenticity. Like I said, it's going to connect you to those you're meant to serve. Um, give without expecting anything in return, right? Don't give up. You know, don't give up. Know that if you have a failure, it's okay, right? And it'll be a blessing. Um, if you're thinking of starting a business, just start and start, you know, start with what you have. You don't need all the things. Um, and smile, right? Just smile. Yeah. It's so easy. It's just smile, be nice to others. Nobody likes to work with the grouchy pants, right? <laughs> and believe it or not, something as simple as and free as sharing a smile can open many doors of opportunity, you know, and plus it makes people feel good. Right. So yeah, that's, that's, that's about it, I think. Yeah, yeah. so that was the end of my questions. Um, it was fun being able to kind of hear everything that you had to say. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you, Charlie, for taking the time to interview your your mom. I appreciate it. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> All right. I love you. Love you too. Thank you.